Holidays are one of the busiest and most stressful times of the year, but the gift of therapy allowed me to enjoy the holidays for the first time in years. It's a little like having a mental health professional in my pocket. I highly recommend Talkspace. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours, all from the comfort of your home. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code OC to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's OC at Talkspace.com. Make it about more than just the holidays this year with the gift of health from Everlywell. I gifted myself the women's health test and I'm looking forward to the results. With over 30 at-home lab tests and high quality vitamins and supplements, you'll be able to find the perfect test for you or your loved one, which is why I'm excited to get the food sensitivity test for CG. The gift of health has never been so easy to share than it is this holiday. For listeners of the show, Everlywell is offering a discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com OC. That's everlywell.com slash OC for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash OC. You can listen to this episode of Welcome to the OC Bitches ad-free on Amazon Music. Welcome to the OC Bitches. Welcome to the OC Bitches. We have a great bitch here today. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Season three. Episode 23, The Party Favor. Ooh. This is one of the best episodes of Who's the, the season. the party favor? Is it a person? The Party Favor. Anyway, sorry, I try to figure out the meaning behind the title of the episode. Well, right. maybe we'll figure it out as we get into it. Yeah. Um, yes. Today's guest, okay, is our beloved... Uncle Mike, director, That's right. Michael Lang. And he's here joining us for a second time. He joined right. us on episode eight, The Rescue, season one. And we discussed your whole background and your history, so we won't make you repeat no, that. No, they'll have to go back and listen to that. <laughs> that How podcast. are you? I'm good. It's nice to see you in person. It's so yeah. nice to see you in person, Uncle Mike. I don't think any of us have aged a day. No, okay, that's think? a lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you um, you started with The Rescue and... Um, Episode eight, like I said, and then you ended with the summer bummer, and that's a total of that's in season four. Uh, that's a total. That doesn't of, sound uplifting. Yeah, you have a it summer wasn't. bummer. It was. No. I don't know what it is, but it no, was a I'm, bummer. I don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. It took place during the summer. <laughs> but in between, you did this this episode, the party favor. I did. It's wonderful. You know, um, Matt Ramsey, our editor. Yep. He. He actually asked to do this episode, but we ended up talking to you. So he sent me an email today and he said, I remember loving that episode and feeling it was the best of season three. And Michael did such a great job directing. Please tell him I said hello. Oh, my God. Aww. How nice is that? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's funny because I always think editors are really of anyone who knows whether it's working or not. It's the editor. Right. Like producers. And eh, they don't know always. <laughs> directors, we really don't know. But right. the editors, they know. They know. Because they're un they're unattached to it emotionally, right? Yeah, they, it was a fun episode. It, it, there's a say. lot of fun stuff in this episode. I mean, I laughed out loud a few times. Me too. <laughs> I definitely did some bahas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I don't know. Do we want to just get into let's that get episode? into it? And then yeah, we've got all kinds of things that we can chat about. So let's get into it. Yeah, I mean, we should just we should talk about the opener because one of the first like laugh out loud. Oh, the synopsis. Yeah. 
Anybody care to know what the episode's about today? Well, uh, I'm going to tell you. It's Harbor's senior prom, and it's definitely and it definitely brings out the best and the worst in everyone. Meanwhile, Kirsten grapples on whether to tell Sandy the truth about her falling off the wagon. Directed by Michael Lang. Ta-da. Written by Josh Schwartz. So he did two, two episodes in a, in a row, and I feel like we were just talking about the fact that season three, I don't know if you remember, wasn't as well favored as the other seasons. Right. But I feel like it's really after the jo- after the Johnny storyline went away, it's really come back full force. And for yeah. Josh to write two scripts in a row, and they're both like really great episodes. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed watching them both, and and this one in particular. <laughs> yes, this one is definitely um, you shined. This one, because so I had some moonshine. No, <laughs> I think that he definitely wrote for me well in this episode. <laughs> Oh, God. It, it, I laughed. Um, yeah, so it is. It's senior prom. I know. Senior yeah. prom. But we open on the boys on the pier. Yes. Right? Exactly. Which was shot at night. Shot at night. Redondo Pier. In Redondo Pier. Yep. Which always had its challenges and fun. Yeah. It was and fun, though. The boys go up. They order food, and they only say, I'll have beef, I'll have chicken. There's no specificity. And then it comes quickly. The woman who played the yeah. attendant. The, yeah. She was so excited to be, I, it's like when I saw, I had forgotten, obviously, but when I saw the scene, I'm thinking, oh my God, this is the one with this woman. She was so excited to do her one, I think, line? did she have one little line? Yeah. Okay. That's but she really says cute. it kind of off camera too. Uh, off but camera, she was, but she was so excited to be there with, you know. So I have a couple observations on this. First of all, we love these very long openers, these right. teasers mm-hmm. with the boys. And this one was particularly long, It was I long. Think, right? Mm-hmm. And... They've been a little shorter in the past, but this one was kind of drawn out. And Seth is saying these things like, I mean, like it's, it's kind of a little too late. He's like, if I don't go with her to prom, then it's really over. And it's like, dude, come on. You've kind of made your bed, right? And then he does this thing. And I thought, Adam is making some very funny choices here. And I think You're he's- talking about the rape whistle? Yeah, he's cracking himself <laughs> up. Oh, right. yeah. Was he like laughing? Honestly, totally... I'm watching it and I'm like, was he stoned? Because That's what I wrote. Oh my God, I don't know. Because his reaction, <laughs> I feel like maybe he smoked a little pot. Because it was a night shoot. That's, right. Look at look at my, my note. What? It was like- Did you say the same? Says, was Adam, was Adam stoned? stoned? <laughs> Oh my god! It yeah. was definitely because when he, I can like how he's laughing and he does the flute. I'm like, oh my god, he's he goes, become she a flautist. Comes after me with a, he goes, she comes, she she comes at her. If I, anytime I get close to her, she she breaks out her rape whistle. Right, and he does it with a, and he's laughing. He's laughing. Yeah. So the whole thing, I feel like he was. He might have been. Yeah. I, I, I'm not really at liberty to say. I actually don't have no idea. <laughs> I, I mean, me watching it, I'm going to err on the side of he was stoned. Stoned, possibly. <laughs> Night shoot, season three, you know how it goes. Hilarious. I laughed. That was my first big laugh. And then, then we pull back to reveal who is in plain sight on the pier getting down. Volchuk. With another girl. Yeah. Because he says, he says, thanks for not at- suggesting that Marissa and I go to prom. And he says she'll probably go with Volchuk unless, oh, oh, right, that's going on. There yep, and are. that's what's going on. I guess it's a small town, so there's only one place to make out with someone on a pier. Right. It's a cousin. Only under a, a spotlight. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> well lit. But and there's a callback to that that I will bring up there, later. There is. Yes. And as I always say, though, we're not making a documentary, so. <laughs> Fair. Right. Whenever, yeah. whenever somebody says, why did that character do that? I'm like, because it was written that way. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's a story. We're telling stories. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so 
we like to break down storyline, Uncle Good. Mike. So we're going to just talk about Sandy and Kirsten because we, we just want to get that one out of the way. Yeah. It's been a little, it's, we've, I don't know if you remember but that this whole hospital thing that was going on with Sandy, it's, it's, all oh, right, right. It right. wasn't like, it's definitely that B storyline that's not really fleshed out a lot. Um, but it's creating all this drama and conflict between Kirsten and Sandy. And Kirsten just relapsed and drank a big glass of mm-hmm. Chardonnay. And she's just been acting really like we're I'm team Sandy right now. Kirsten's been very kind of self-centered and overreacting to things and blaming him and, and just doing things to get his attention. But when we see them now, she says they're going to do this prom picture thing. And Kirsten says, when are we going to talk about this? And he's like, I don't know. Are you going to talk about it in public? And she's like, and then she apologizes. She's like, yeah, I'm really sorry I did that. Mm -hmm. Which is definitely her addiction talking. Like she's, she, she knows that it was wrong, Mm -hmm. but then she's she's about to tell him about her drinking. Yeah. That she she has a drink. She's yeah. He's like, I'd love to talk about it, but I've got to go now. And then he says, and then we'll figure out how best to proceed. And I went, what? Right. So now what does that mean? Are they right. actually thinking divorce? And then she doesn't tell him. She says, I wish I'd apologize sooner. We'll be okay, he says. But you know what I do love? She does tell Julie. Yeah. And I thought that was really sweet. She confides in Juju. Yeah. Kiki. She's like, he Kiki confides in Juju. Him. What am I supposed to say that our relationship is causing me to drink? She's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, she's like, that's exactly what you say. Yeah. Which honesty is always the best way to go. Often it is. Right? But she should take responsibility too. She should. Yeah. Anyway, they have, you know, they 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 do I get I don't think we really need to get into No. You I know, think that you know, this episode has Yeah, so many because other they're there for on. the photos and all that. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing that really happens, you know, is that they get together for the photos and Neil and Julie and Kirsten and Sandy have um dinner and at the end of it Neil gets a phone call and he basically explains very quickly mm-hmm. to Sandy, he has not, not enough time to even respond, that Griffin is being ousted from the board and that they're starting a, crim- a criminal investigation against the two of them. Right. And Sandy's like blank. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh. yeah. So, so okay. let, let's get into this prom because yes. I think there was some, I'm really glad that um, there's some really wonderful things about this episode because it was kind of there's a little heaviness, but there's something really light about the episode as it starts. Right. I mean, there was, it was funny when I watched it, I was like, it was, there was a lot of pretty intense violence. In oh my it. God. Like when, yeah, when, at the, um, end. at the end. Yeah. When he beats him up. And I mean, all, even that, that whole relationship had a lot of tension, tension right obviously yeah. earned. But yeah, for sure. But it was kind of surprising to me because I didn't remember it as. You know, I kind of just remembered all the pirate ship and the prom part. Right. right. And I had forgotten all that tension right. yeah, between yeah. the two of them. Yeah, me too. Um, but it is prom. And we, we opened with Seth saying, like, you know, they're definitely over if she won't go to prom. So he... He does this thing where he pretends to be the guy from prom. Right. And from then Brown. He, from Brown. From Brown. And to he get goes, Summer to meet him at the diner. And snaps his fingers for his pancakes. For his pancakes. <laughs> That was cute. Who would snap? Okay, okay, this is the other moment. This was the other moment where I'm like, Adam's like in this kick of, I don't know if he's making fun of the episode or just he's in a good mood because when you walk in the door and he does that high wave, it's a very like, it's just a very Adam 
He's, I think he's just fucking around the whole episode yeah. and just, that's what's happening. Yeah. But I actually really like that he spelled out prom in chocolate chips I know, on a pancake. I know, that was so cute. I want someone to ask me something with chocolate chips on a pancake. <laughs> Summer, Summer's like, Preferably a nice thing, but you know. <laughs> Summer's like, somebody wrote prom on my pancake and what? Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really trying. And I think I'm wearing that green, am I wearing that green dress? It's like a jersey. It's pretty. Dress. Do you like that dress? Yeah. I yeah, thought, we yeah. talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that that fails. He doesn't even get. Um, she says, you know, let me. He says, I want to talk to you about this, and she's like, that's when she says, I want to feed your flesh to the sharks. <laughs> yes, that was, yep. that was intense. It was slightly intense. Right. And then that's when he calls Anna and is like, it didn't work. She wants to feed my bones <laughs> to sharks right. yeah. on a deserted island. Right. And then later in the prom, is it okay to jump ahead? Yeah. When sure. you're pantom, when he's seeing you from afar <laughs> and you're explaining it. <laughs> so I remember shooting that. You do? I, oh, my I, I think I almost blew a couple of takes from laughing <laughs> while you were to the point of view, you know. Luckily, yeah. luckily yeah. there was no sound involved. <laughs> the so. mannerisms. I had way too much fun playing the whole prom situation was with with my date oh i mean i know and we're all over the place but so much is about us shooting the prom and like what happens at the prom <laughs> and I, I had a, i had a good time if you want to avoid boring basic and bland gifts this year uncommon goods is your secret weapon uncommon goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. I've been having a lot of fun looking for Briar on this site because I feel like she has everything. So it's really fun to look here and find things that you wouldn't come across normally. I love this website. When you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. These fine products are often made in small batches. So shop now before they sell out this holiday season. I was looking at the website and they have some awesome games and one that I'm looking forward to getting. It's a trivia game called just Boomers versus Millennials, although <laughs> I'm not either of those, but it's <sighs> one of those things. I'm Gen X, but like I can just see my mom totally schooling the young people on some of these <laughs> trivia things. I think it'll be su super fun. Fun for the whole family. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash OC. That's uncommongoods.com slash OC for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. From Masterclass, you have access to over 180 classes from a range of world-class instructors. You can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. So listen, over uh, Thanksgiving, I really upped my cooking skills. I think I cooked every day, and I actually attempted Gordon Ramsay's sticky toffee pudding. Ooh. But I don't know if he would give me thumbs up, But so maybe I should take <laughs> his class. But the other thing I was looking forward to. Ron Howard has a directing and storytelling Ooh. class and I'm getting into voiceover acting and Nancy Cartwright, Cartwright she, she was the voice of Bart, you know, she teaches voice acting. All the things I love, cooking, acting, storytelling, masterclass. Masterclass is accessible on your phone, web, or smart TV, offering classes on a whole variety of topics, all taught by world-class instructors at the top of their fields. Each class is broken out into individual video lessons, usually around 10 minutes long. You can find all available classes at masterclass.com. Now, Mindy, you brought up Ron Howard's storytelling directing hmm. class. I saw him the other night at a premiere, and I would be so into learning how his brain works and all of the amazing stories he has told over his career. It was for Willow, the new series on Disney+. Plus. It was so cute. My friend made it. Anyways, 
Um, but I would really be into that one too. I highly recommend you check it out. This holiday, give one annual membership and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash OC today. That's masterclass.com slash OC. Terms apply. I noticed this watching how um, everyone had their scene of being asked to the prom. Right. Yeah. A little and montage. Matt was saying that one of the sequences when everyone was asking their dates out to prom, it was originally all separate scenes. Right. But it was a little slow and repetitive. So he intercut the scenes yep. and put that song, Earthquake and Sharks. There's a shark theme going on in this episode. <laughs> there is a shark thing. But so the first one is that Ryan and Teresa are talking and they're chatting and she's talking about, you know, their first kiss. And then he says, this is really weird. Do you want to go to prom? And I love Navi's response. She literally goes, what? (laughs) Her response is great. And then you cut to Marissa is asking Volchuk. And she's saying, this is weird, but do you want to go to prom? And he's like, why? And she says, look, did you have a bad experience? And he was like, uh, no, I didn't even get that far. Yeah. But then he says, okay. So here I am going, just last episode, she was like moving away from Volchuk. But then she saw Sound of Music. And then the Sound of Music, and she's going to bring him. And it just doesn't seem right. Like, Like nobody calls her out when he does, when she goes to prom with him. After she told everyone she wasn't going to be. And Julie doesn't even say anything. Yeah. Is it just be, like nobody says anything about her being with him except for Ryan? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Don't screw this up. They're all being asked to prom. But Summer's date, Taylor. So they weren't. She's not planning on going to prom. No, she's not. So Taylor comes up. I have tickets and I got you a date. <laughs> That's right. Her boyfriend, his cousin is in town and he's in a K-pop band called Big Korea, which is a play on Brody's band at the time was called Big Japan. So do you oh. remember no fact for you? Do you remember any details about this? About what? About this I for some reason in my mind th- go when I started watching this episode I was like, yeah, that guy was a real K-pop. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought. So I looked it up. It is not. He's he, not. He's an actor. And I have oh, it written boy. down here somewhere. But what I did find out, and I don't know if this is true or not, it was John Stevens, one of our writers, who actually, the idea came from him because he dated a real K-pop star. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, how funny. It was on one of the DVDs, I think. Wow. Oh, how funny. That was kind of a fun bit, actually, having yeah. the K-pop. He did a good job. He was great. He, he was. was very funny. <laughs> and, and also... Do you remember, this was my first um, introduction to K-pop, but now it's so international. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I BTS. feel like it was my first, yeah, I don't think it was super popular in America at the time. I don't know. Or Josh was always ahead of the curve. He exactly. was. <laughs> but then Taylor's so funny. She's talking about Sung Ho as she said, it's like making love to a seal. Yes. Or hairless. And hairless. so it's like making, seal. yeah, I, I yeah. know. I'm like, I don't know if that's appropriate. I don't or not. know that you could do that now. <laughs> We're not sure. No. I mean, sure. I, I think the, yeah, I don't think it's probably appropriate today. <laughs> it's not. No. 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 I wouldn't think so. No. But then when Ryan, um, he's, he finds Marissa at school and he tells her that he asked Teresa and that, oh, she asked and she fills him in that the baby isn't his. I still think Teresa's lying. But you think the baby was his? She thinks it was. Well, he, I mean, at least casting wanted us to think that. Because... I'm asking Josh. <laughs> no, well, it was... I wonder what happened to that. Baby. I bet they wanted to. <laughs> I bet they wanted to do that, and they thought about it, and they're like, "Nah, we're going to wrap this up. It's too complicated." 
Because it takes their character away. Yeah. And then you have to have a baby, which they're always a pain in the neck to film with. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Never a good idea. They don't take direction well. Uh, They don't take direction. And (laughs) I've had scenes with babies. Trust me. It's bad. (laughs) So when Marissa says she's going to bring Volchuk, Ryan doesn't say that he just saw Volchuk making out. And I also noticed Ben's hair is like super long in that scene. It, it, was, like, it was like the longest I've ever seen it. Just, just in the one scene? For some reason it looked very, it's probably the whole episode. But but then instead he goes to Volchuk's house and he bangs on the door. <laughs> and he's like, "What? Were, I saw you last night. And he doesn't admit, he doesn't cop to it. But he's there just to like mess with him. But Marissa says the funniest thing. The weirdest, most random thing. I already fell for that uh, lethal weapon psycho bit once. It's not happening again. Hey, Kevin, I think there's like a snake in the shower. What are you doing here? Yeah, Ryan, what are you doing here? To bring her in so you know that she's there too. She's like, Kevin, there's a snake. There's like a snake in the bat in the bathroom. And nobody says anything. Right. No, No like a real snake? Yeah, like no one even acknowledges it. It was the weirdest. It's almost like Misha came up with that like line to use and it wasn't written i don't know it was so bizarre like it was just so out of nowhere right yeah yeah. it was yeah you know it's you're right what the heck was that and (laughs) there's like a snake or something in the bathroom that's a josh thing you'd have to ask him he doesn't he He won't won't remember remember those details yeah no but it literally was like misha to say something and she's like there's like a snake or something in the bathroom (laughs) anyway but then um anna shows up she's like i'm here I'm here to like fix this for you. And he's like, what, what did I do without you kind of thing? And I can't stop looking at these extensions, but that's okay. Her hair extensions. Yeah. 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 Very distracting. Yeah. Maybe to women. Uh, to you? I thought, you didn't notice? Oh, not really. Okay. Ah, okay. Good to know. Good to know. That's okay. I stand corrected. I sit corrected. But so she decides, she's like, there's phase one and phase two. And yes, he's like, she said, funny. my phase one is to go and tell Summer that there's nothing going on between us. And he's like, Ugh, what's your phase two? And she's like, well, it doesn't work. I'm going to prom with you. Right. So she goes over to. I'm a little to, suspicious of this plan. So this little uh, scene. When she shows up to my room. You're wearing the cutest top. I oh, yeah, I like that top. And the bracelet you were wearing? Yeah, and Marissa and I are there, and then she comes in. And the funniest thing, and this was improv, I know it, because I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. When, for, wait, first I have to comment. This is where we first see Marissa's uh, prom dress, which oh my was gosh. a Chanel dress that I always loved and still remember to this day. Yes. It was so beautiful. Amazing. Yes. And she comes in, and then Marissa leaves us to talk, and I'm like, I need you. Yeah. <laughs> that was an improv, and I was kind of... <laughs> I was like, I've done this before from Wet Hot American Summer when Marguerite was on. But like, there's the thing where he's like, I want you inside me or like whatever. I was playing on that. Anyway, Uh, (laughs) I just noticed that that was my delivery. I was like, I need you. It was (laughs) a funny, it's a funny scene that we haven't really seen before because all of a sudden they're talking about it. And she, and she's also, you know, talking about, she'd also pulled out the napkin that he's written on. I know. And and she's like... And, and I have issues like, with Summer's m- things. Yeah, Marissa's does. like, why would you do that? What good would it do? She goes, revenge. And before <laughs> she comes up. But the fact that they're talking about her and everything, and then she just shows up there, and Marissa's look like, she's yeah. like, I'm going to get out of here. It's like, I need you. Yeah. And she's like, but you're still my Blanche. And you're like, uh-huh, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> you need to go. Yeah. And, oh, if that's okay, then can I go to prom with Seth? And I couldn't believe like, that. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. I felt like Summer. 
confidence, Cohen. She's got a lot of it. A lot of it. I mean, a lot. Those are some cojones. I think with those extensions, you better have some confidence. <laughs> right? But then, but then she decides. She goes ahead and she puts that that little napkin in the in the envelope. Yeah, she's, I really disagree with this. I have many issues with some what she's doing. The deal was, if she caught him lying ever again. She could do this. And that's one of the other motivations that Ryan or sorry, that Seth does not want to to tell her because then he's got this hanging over his head. So the fact that she's going to do this, she says, if he ever screwed up. And I'm like, did he lie? So she doesn't know if he lied or not yet. Or or because he's, you know what, he's saying there's nothing going on between us and she knows something's going on. So she knows there's some kind of lie. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Possible. <laughs> All right. Fine. <laughs> so then they're getting ready, and this is this super long montage. It was yeah. very long, and I remember my dress. Another my two dress. montages in one. Uh, uh, yeah, episode. that's a lot of that's montage because it should have been called the montage. It could. That's right. Uh, and I, my dress was Vera Wang, and I remember I liked it. And. Uh, this is the song that I love. This is my favorite song. That's the, right. The "To All of You" by Sid Matters. That's so, it. Yeah. To all of you. This was, this was a sweet. You know, first of all, you guys are sad looking at the picture in Tijuana, yeah. and Misha, so stunning. Yeah, that dress. <laughs> just, Michael said that when he first walked up. He's like, oh, "You just forget how stunning Misha is in yeah. this show, right?" I know it's no, it's. Uh, <laughs> You're like you said that. I right? forgot already. I was like. My mind went blank. <laughs> no, it's like, and you look at it, especially in that dress. I know. And that face uh, and the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. And the whole montage of them with the pictures. The cameras, by the way. Like the old school Canon digitals. That, right. Oh, yeah. That but was I like funny. how it, it screenshots, like, yeah, hold some of the poses. Cool. You know, I thought that was a really cool thing you did. Yeah. I felt bad for Volchuk trying to tie his tie. I was like, poor fatherless Volchuk. Because he didn't, he doesn't have a Sandy. That's Most right. Most people don't have a Sandy. No. Okay. And also, it was interesting because it gave you kind of this moment of sort of feeling bad for the guy. Even There's though a few he's little. He's such a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then but, when he walks into the Cohen house, he Cam played it really well. Like mm -hmm. that super awkward, like, oh, I can't be here, you know. And because one of the things that we found out last episode when. Marissa says she doesn't want to be with them because she wants to live out the fantasy of Sound of Music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but he's he realized that basically she was saying to him, you're not good enough. And he's been told his whole life. He's not good enough. He's not good enough. And so he he's like, these people think I'm not good enough. So he's projecting all of that insecurity every everywhere he goes. Right. And it was and although nobody's really nobody's even thinking that. Maybe somebody, some people. Julie's Maybe. definitely Julie. like, I'm surprised they didn't have an interaction with Julie in this. But then, uh, but then in the meantime, so he takes off to go to the bathroom and the girls put their purses down after he clocks that Taylor has $5,000 exactly. in her purse. I know. And then he goes and checks it out and Ryan comes to follow him. And of course he's taking Sandy's alcohol. Then I'm like, She's an alcoholic in the house, and yeah, I thought the same true. thing. I'm like, what? they have a full stocked bar, but she has to pour out the Chardonnay. So here's all you can think is that. So they they discussed the fact that they got rid of all the alcohol back when she was having her when she was first you know going through her stuff, but then she found a Featherbrook bottle of wine 
a couple episodes ago. Hidden. Hidden that she had. But there's a whole bar. But now there's bar. a whole bar back. <laughs> yeah. And it's been 11 months and they've decided to bring the bar back or I something. Don't well, know. you got priorities here. Come on. Priorities here. Storytelling. <laughs> if guests come over, they That's need to right. drink. Exactly. Also, we see their office because what does Summer do? She leaves the letter on the desk. Yes. I was mad at her for doing that. I know. Even though Seth's being an idiot, I was still mad at her for doing that. But the whole thing with Taylor and, uh, sorry, Summer and your family, the K-pop's family. Oh, yes. When I meet him. Sung-ho, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of bowing going yes. on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was that written, uh, clearly written into the script? Or? Mm, possibly. <laughs> I have to go Prob- dig it out. I don't know. Yeah. Probably <laughs> not, though. I probably thought it would be funny. Uh, Did you? I was always looking for places to put funny things in. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we get to the prom. Oh, and his name was Justin Chan. And he's an actor, director, producer. The K-pop star? Yeah. Oh, nice. Justin Chan. So we get to the prom. It's Goonies themed. That's right. How awesome is that? It's amazing. So do you remember this whole set being built? Oh, it looks absolutely. epic. It was epic. We built it on the stage. Yeah, I remember stage. it was on stage. Yeah. And uh, I remember a lot of details about it. Is this a good time yes, to tell the pirate do. ship? Please do. Please do. So later in the episode, <laughs> Summer falls off the pirate ship. She's totally bombed and is in making some announcement and falls off. And Rachel, when we were prepping, she she was an actress who actually read the script while we were prepping. I was pretty impressive. That's anyway, not, that's not like me. No. <laughs> So she comes up to me and says, oh, I want to do that fall. <laughs> so it was about a six-foot fall, as I recall. <laughs> and I said, epic, yeah. no, there's no way you're going to do that. <laughs> and she says, no, come on, Uncle Mike. I want to do it. It'll be fine. And I said, no, there is no way you're going to be doing it. No way. Because you should have let me do it. Here's why. Well, ultimately, I'll tell you what. I said, here's why. Because if you get hurt, we shut down the show. Whereas if your stunt double gets hurt, we get another stunt double. It's cold, but it's true. But anyway, so finally, you just were relentless, <laughs> as you may understand about yourself. You are kind of a relentless person. So she would come in like every day. I want to do it. So finally, the pirate ship gets built. I said, okay, here's what we'll do. Let's go down to the pirate ship. You can stand where you're going to be when you do the fall, and you can tell me. Because I'm thinking she, it's six feet and then her height, which is Four feet too? No. Yeah. <laughs> not, much, not much taller. So I said, we'll go down. You could take a look at the fall and then we could decide. <laughs> Why argue anymore? So we went down and dragged her down there. <laughs> she climbs up. She takes one look and says, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very big fall. It was, it was big. <laughs> you can see in the episode yeah. the stunt double who does like flips she does off of flip. it, it's which an, was hilarious. It's, it's a very an amazing image. It was. It's it was shocking, but it's a very it's a it's a big fall. Big fall. Yeah. <laughs> Santa baby, it must be a holiday miracle because the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped, are providing the tools your man needs to stuff all your stockings, if you know what I mean. That's right. This holiday season, Manscaped has vowed to make sure your man's tree is standing tall with two presents underneath. Oh, my. Trust me, ladies. Santa's cookies aren't the only thing you're going to want to get your hands on. Have him join the 7 million other sexy lumberjacks who use Manscaped and get 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash DOC. 
Oh, baby, it is cold outside. Manscaped's best-selling product is the Performance Package 4.0, which is at the top of every man's wish list this year. Ladies, this is the perfect gift for you and your man. And trust me, he will thank you. Don't forget to pick up the Manscaped Signature Body Wash and 2-in-1 Shampoo and Manscaped's new Persevere Cologne, a sexy, delightful scent. Head over to manscaped.com OC to pick up these stocking stuffers and more, plus get 20% off plus free shipping. That's right, 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash the OC. Santa, forgive me. Sometimes it's okay to be on the naughty list. Caraway's holiday event has been extended, so you can get non-toxic kitchenwares at the best prices. Save up to 20% on all Caraway products, including their internet-famous non-toxic cookware set. So when I cook with the Caraway, I just feel like I'm a better cook because I feel healthy and it makes me feel fancy and kind of fine. You know, it really is the best cookware ever. And it lives on my stove because it's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Caraway has the entire kitchen in mind from cookware to bakeware, tea kettles, and their latest release of food storage. And for the first time ever, you can now save on Caraway's food storage, tea kettle, and mini cookware. This exclusive deal won't last long, so make sure to shop your favorite colors and products while you still can. I am obsessed with my Caraway my whole set and I have the mini now and I just used it to make scrambled eggs this morning, but it doesn't stick and you feel good about what you're cooking in. Visit carawayhome.com to take advantage of their cyber season event and score up to 20% off your next purchase of non-toxic kitchenware. This deal won't last long, so visit carawayhome.com to shop all their incredible products for up to 20% off this holiday season. Caraway. The other thing about the episode, the, that set was, I don't know if you noticed, there was one shot when you see a bird. I fly. saw that. I'm like, what is this bird on a zip line? I know. There was a bird it on a zip my line. idea. I thought it would be so funny if they had a bird there. <laughs> that is hilarious. I mean, the theme, first of all, Goonies was part of the Seth Cohen starter pack. The pirates are the mascots of the of Harbor High. So I all I could think was like, how much time was Josh coming up with this idea that the prom was going to be a Goonies themed prom? Right. It probably didn't I, take much. It's one of his favorite movies. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was probably just like we're doing Goonies. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> But yeah, so, like right. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. I mean, getting. I mean, she obviously gets hammered. She takes Volchuk's flask. She's dancing quite provocatively. Dancing, yes, with her K-pop star, the mannerisms, the signing of Seth being eaten by shark, oh like all god. of it. I mean, and and he keeps saying <laughs> it and was then, a tour de force. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, he keeps. Uh, He's like this. He's like this doesn't look so great, and she's hammered. And and I should go over there. And Anna's like, no. And at that moment, I was like, does Anna have ulterior motives? Absolutely. Like, I thought that yeah, quite thought a, that. a few times. Yeah. Like she's she's explaining. She's like, right now, she feels like she could actually lose you, and maybe I should have believed him. So she's she might have some wisdom there. But in the meantime, I thought it was funny. With um, Taylor walks up to Lisa Tucker. Who oh, was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she, she I'm goes, like, oh, this must she must have really been on American Idol because so I they, looked this up. Yeah. yeah. So this was a thing. Apparently, so during American Idol, a lot. Of, first of all, she was like the youngest contestant to ever be in the top ten, mm. and she's from Newport Beach. Oh. So there was a whole thing with American Idol content. Um, that they well, let Fox some of these too, right? cont- contestants go to their prom if they were shooting American Idol. Oh. And then she ended up doing, I probably getting a small deal or something with Fox. So they put placed her on the OC. I saw that she was on Vampire Diaries. So um, 
Anyway, so I thought that was cute that they played that in there. And then Taylor goes, can you ask Simon where he gets those really, really tight T-shirts? I want to get them for Sung Hong. (laughs) Anyway, that's a fun little thing. And that's that's how Fox will do... They'll pull in American Idol contestants and right. plop them into a popular show like that. Right. And then also we see Annalyn McCord from 90210. That's true. With a lot of hair. A that lot was of curls. A, that was a massive Quite an updo. hairdo. Quite an updo. <laughs> and we see her like eyeing Volchuk and like she's like, oh, you're going to smoke some smoke. Yeah. So she wants that's to right. join him. We all know where that's headed. So Taylor um, says it's time for the prom queen. Right. Right. Yeah. And jumps up there and she tries to give this big <laughs> speech. We just love Autumn Reeser. She's, She's great. She's so, so great. And our heckler's back. Our heckler's back. I had to look him up. Tyson Chambers, he did like four episodes as the heckler. Mm-hmm. He and he's a good got heckler. Some he did a good too. job. He was a good heckler. I think he's he even heckled in the, well. Yeah. I think he's in the finale too. So, anyway, so she opens this um, envelope, and it's summer again. So summer's That's so right. popular. That's right. Two yeah. years in a row. Even though you said the queen is dead, <laughs> evidently she's back to life. That's right. <laughs> but it's so funny getting up there, and you it just, I think you just shined in this, like the, give me my crown. I was like all about the crown. Well, can I also say that playing drunk is really hard. Yeah, because you don't want to overdo it. You right? can't overdo it. And also people who are actually drunk try to pretend they're not drunk. Right. So it's like a double, almost like a double agent kind of thing. Yeah. Well, And, and you did a great job with it. Thank you so much. You really I think did. you did too. I think it was more like you just act wacky and spirited as opposed to slurring. <laughs> She's like, is it hot in here? That's right. Like in the middle of the speech. I promised him this is my date. Forget that. We don't want to see the prom king, but this is my date. Oh, and yeah, yeah, I yeah. promised him I gave him a big Backus. That's right. And I do. And then I fall off the stage. And my favorite part is after I fall off and Seth is. (laughs) Get her a a, a, a warm cloth. A a toilet? A toilet? Does anybody have a toilet? Does anybody have a toilet? I was like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah, it was a Brody choice for sure. A toilet. Yeah, that's right. Yes, this is him just like not giving a fuck and just having fun the whole time. Just having fun. And we used it. Yeah, you did. Well, it was great. To great advantage. Yeah. Was that an improv for sure? I think yes, that was. At 1000%. Well, and also there's a great I I know it was just a pickup, but when when Seth is looking up at Summer yeah. talking, he does this like, "Oh boy. Oh boy, this is cringy and embarrassing." And all I could think was, "Boy, you know, I guess somehow she's getting away with being the like no teachers think that she's drunk, drunk. or hammered or wasted." <laughs> but uh I think she drank the whole flask. She did not spike the punch. She no, just no. drank she the whole the flask. flask. Yeah, you could tell by those dance moves. And then, and then, as every, <laughs> and then Marissa comes up and everything, and you hear off camera, you hear my crown. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so it was really well edited and put together. And, yes. And I know, like I said, Matt was like, "This is one of my favorite episodes." You could, you could almost feel the love. Yeah. In 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 all those little little details. Yep. Right. And then Marissa tells Ryan to go find Kevin. She's all of a sudden Kevin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he goes looking and, of course, finds him. This guy does not like to hook up or make out in more private places. Exactly. He is a fan of the spotlight. Exactly. Well, he, he doesn't care about He wants to get caught. He does not give a shit. I just feel like, you know, a scorpion is a scorpion. That's right. 
right? But when they when she does catch him, she's kind of like, "Why are you acting so weird?" And oh, oh my god! And he instantly does this. He goes <gasps> on her shoulders. Get out of here. Get out of here. And it's like awful. Awful. Like that to me. I know that is was bad. Despicable evil. person. Yep. Yeah. Like the way he's just like. Get out of here. Pop, doing that pop, not <laughs> like, hey, do you mind? Like, no, just no. pop, get out of here. Right. And, that was and, pretty impactful. And then my question, when the hell did they become boyfriend, girlfriend? Because she says, she says my boyfriend, she talks later, she says my boyfriend made out with a girl. And I was like, weren't they just hanging out? So there was a decision somewhere a few episodes back to all of a sudden they're actually boyfriend, girl, girlfriend. And it mm-hmm. impacted her. And she, Misha did a great one. She's like, why? Like, why? Yeah. And he's like, you're trying to make me like him? She She's like, slaps the shit out of his face. Yeah. She's so, he's nothing like you. And oh, yeah, about Ryan, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think that she was, I really don't think that she was trying to make him like Ryan. I don't no. know. But yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. No. Yeah, he's a fucking dick. Yeah. No, but you know what? Uh, that's That's a scared, he's scared. He's fear-based. That's who he is. Yeah, That's who he is. He is. <laughs> Sure. We're just going to go there. <laughs> we'll be nicer. Anyway. He is very fear-based. And then we go to the after party, right? Mm-hmm. At the bait shop. Right. That was fun. That was fun. Well, I mean, the best thing about it is Summer's in the beanbag <laughs> chair face down. <laughs> and finally, Anna and Seth, she says, look, phase three was just this. The first two phases or to again just to show you that they weren't going to work but that's what she did she's like these ep- this this messing around all you have to do is tell her the truth right and he finally just comes out and says although summer's summer's like she's i don't think she's so smart she's dumb with a dumb hair and a dumb name she's <laughs> like what's so drunk like it's such a drunk thing to say right <laughs> dumb hair and a dumb name and he yeah. says i didn't get in yeah what and then he explains and she says that's stupid and then she says and then he says i tried to get back and get myself back in and she's like that's even stupider yeah but kind of romantic so great i think this may have been like your best scene oh thanks one of your best scenes ever in the series well maybe you're telling me i should drink more often (laughs) (laughs) i don't know uh and then she's gonna tell him that she left the letter but then she pukes yeah i have a confession yeah she throws up that was good. Like whatever this, you know how sometimes it's great to actually do actors when they have to actually puke on camera. We can only hold one mouthful full. full. Uh-huh. It's a weird thing where you actually see and we're like, okay, that was preset. But I don't think I had puke in my mouth. I don't think you no, did. No, well, we they didn't just see added it, because you don't see you. Yeah, we they had just the sound. Added this really epic sound. It was epic. <laughs> it's gross. But it's still, she's like, no, don't take my crown. And then I didn't do an insert of the puke. No, that was kind of you. That was kind of you. The improv of rigatoni. Yeah, that's right. Oh, rigatoni. <laughs> He's like, we'll kiss later. That's right. That so was this brings us to. In the meantime, Marissa can't find Marissa and Ryan and Teresa are hanging out, and they can't. You know, they're. You know, Marissa's like, I'm gonna go, and she finds a bottle of tequila and goes wanders off to the pier and starts drinking. And then Taylor lets out the most blood curdling scream as as Ryan I and know. Teresa are about to kiss. Right, they're doing that again. They're yeah, like, I know, I didn't see that happening. That was cute. She was like, 
she says, you know, I don't think you're a very good dancer, even though you've grown up, you're not a great He's dancer. Like, and then he does he like jazz hands. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Hands. It was, was cute. cute. They were being cute. Yeah. And they almost kissed, but then Taylor's scream was that epic. Is a scream that's a scream worth bottling. Because I, I can't mean, scream I can't like that. It's possible like that. those screams have been used. That scream has been used in other things. <laughs> oh, you think it was her? You don't think you she think it screamed was herself? No, no, I think oh, she screamed she herself. Did, and, and then someone they, said, yeah. we got to. I've, I've tried to scream like that and I can't. I can't do I know, that. No, it's, it's a skill. Yeah. Jenny Slate screams really well. Yeah. Have you ever watched her stand up? I haven't. It's pretty epic. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. <laughs> so the money's gone and Ryan knows exactly where it's going to be. But there was something that was interesting that Matt said. He's that something that didn't get it. And he said, in this episode where Ben beats up the guy at the end, he was trying to remember, he goes, I think we picked up a piece of him at the prom going to the bathroom and brooding in the mirror. Or does he actually punch the mirror? I think it was Bob DeLaurentis' idea because he felt like Ben's story needed another beat to get him to that place at the end. Clearly, we didn't see that. But do you remember if you shot something like that? No. I don't really remember. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That he must have, it must have been something that they. Maybe it was an afterthought, but then they didn't use they it. They didn't though, right? use it. They probably didn't need to, or there's always time. You're always, you know. Right. Right. And also, I think it's time. And then also, you know, it's momentum of right. the storyline. I don't think you would have needed it. No. No. I mean, and I don't I, think you did. To me, my that definitely didn't feel like. Does he need it. to think about this first? Well, and also that's all that's called indicating. You're like yeah. you're letting this audience know that he's still there, whereas he's keeping his cool. He you know, Marissa did it for him in that take when he sees him with um Annalise right. Court. He Marissa did it. So he right. sits back and then comforts her. And then when he's willing to let it go, and then you have that moment for Teresa to say the old Ryan would have done this. Now he's back at his apartment, bam, bam, bam. And he's still not going to do it. But now we find out that Volchuk was planning this all along. Do you think I'd really do this knowing it would be obvious that I took it? I'm baiting you. Other, and you do want to fight me. Otherwise, you would have called the police. Mm-hmm. So he's and then he says I could have her on her back in a week. How Oof. does that make you feel? Yeah. And then it that gets was... really, really violent. It gets know, so it was, violent. Was really, I was like, "Geez!" It seemed atypical for the show to be very I violent. Mean, and we used there was a lot of you know the stage blood and yeah, the fight was brutal. Do you remember shooting the fight? I kind well, I didn't until I resaw it, and then yeah. I went, I, I do remember that. Yeah. And they did a lot of their stuff yeah. of the you oh, know, you themselves. let them do their stunts, huh, Uncle Mike? No, not that's different. <laughs> different because falling six feet is different than throwing, <laughs> throwing a fake punch. punch. Yeah. I definitely would have broken something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I did I did in my young age like to do all my stunts. I did a lot of my stunts in an action movie I did. You did? I did. All right. I've been hurt doing stunts or scared and 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 had like some things that were pretty dangerous and yeah. not felt good. And then and then I had the stunt people make me feel bad about it. Or, you know, I've been burned. I've been hit, melted hair. I've, fall, I've fallen off of a th- balcony and almost missed the mat. You know, oh, things boy. like that happen. But but <laughs> that, that fight, it really reminded me. Of, it was epic. It was very epic. Yeah. It, was, it was even bigger for some reason, maybe because the space was bigger than the Trey Ryan, but it ended similarly. And right. Ryan stops right, right. before... Because Trey was going to hit him, but Marissa shot him. But this time he stops himself, and that's how the episode ends. Oh, 
It was so violent. I don't it was like so violence. violent. I know. I was shocked to tell you the truth. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, I think it was warranted. I think it, you know, it was an earned moment, but it was super violent. Yeah. And I think it, it needed to be because yeah. we know it's coming up and it needs to be. I mean, Volchek, yeah, when he says he's like, I'm not going to, I didn't fall. What did he say? Um, I fell for that lethal lethal, whip, lethal weapon act once and I'm not going to fall yeah. for it again. So he really does need, like, he's got this whole thing. It's like he's with Marissa really, I think, to get at Ryan. Mm -hmm. And now he has some little feelings, but then she smacks him and now he's like, this is how he's going to get back at her. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of damage in this, this Volchek. But, and that being said, I have one more note for you from Matt. He said that having the freedom to try things like he did in this episode were the many examples of why I loved working on the OC and with Michael. He's such a great collaborator and was always happy and excited to come into editing. <laughs> he made me a better editor because of that. Oh boy, uh, that's so sweet. Yeah, would have been nice yeah, if he you... told me that earlier. We <laughs> definitely had. You were one of our favorites, and in and uh, in television series, after you get asked back after that first season, that means you're well liked. Right? Yeah. Yep. Right. And that's always the the key. Yeah. If you get asked back, that means they liked you. Yeah. Because they always say they like you, and then they don't ask you back. We well, not in my case. We <laughs> have a lot. If you notice, like in the first season, we have a lot of one episode right. per director, and then you have the repeat directors that came yep. back afterwards. Yeah. So you proved yourself. Yes. Oh boy, you know, it's a, it's, it's um, I mean, it's a fine line you have to walk between, because the schedule and the budget. That's you have to respect that. But I always feel like my role is to protect the cast and crew from the evil stuff, <laughs> like like time and time production and, money, yeah. and yeah, time and money. Right, right. I try to keep them all protected. From it's that. a really important thing. It's, I mean. It is important to create an atmosphere of trust and kind and and peaceful right. and not drama. I mean, we human beings are all very sensitive and if I mean, you hear stories like nightmare stories of sets being, you know, directors who scream or actors right. who are certain ways or something. I'm very sensitive to that kind of stuff. And uh we we were very protective of the set being a kind and gentle place. Yep. So, yeah. It's uh, you were part of that, so thank uh -huh. you. Well, yeah, you were, yeah. and I love your big contribution to this episode was the bird flying. The bird, <laughs> that was it. I and saw believe it. me, I got a lot of Ian Toynton yes. was very uh, skeptical about the bird. <laughs> I thought it was. It awesome. made it. The bird it made, made it. it. Was Every it a seagull? It was a seagull. Yeah, it was on a zip line. I gotta rewatch it. Yeah. I gotta see the seagull. So I remember he called me after he saw Dailies. He said, the bird was fantastic. I'm sorry. I <laughs> That's fantastic. So, so we, we have a rapid fire um, for you, which is, it's basically uh -oh. an either or. You have to pick one or the other. But you got, okay. first thing comes to your mind, you got to say it. All right. Okay? Okay. Goonies or Pirates of the Caribbean? Pirates of the Caribbean. What? <laughs> what? Okay. K-pop or hip-hop? Hip-hop. Respect. Oh, uh, the party favor or OC? What was the first, what was the OC prom? It was under the sea. This is going to be, this can't be an either or. Okay. Because overall, the party favor was a much more fun and cooler episode, but the ending of the OC was killer. Do you remember how? It was so emotional. I, you know, I still cry thinking about it and 
I've seen, well, you know, working on it, obviously, and then you see it a hundred times while you're editing, and it's still so emotional, the ending of that, between the performances of you guys and the song that was playing. It's like, it was killer. Yeah. Do you remember Alan was so bummed when he had to die? Yes. Yes. That's right. That was a long night at that That one. was a long night. Yeah. That is one of my, that's my favorite music moment of the whole series. Yeah. It was a killer. Yeah. Literally. And it was like the perfect song. And then I remember I fought for a crane for the end shot. I think, I don't know if it was literally the end, but there was a crane up of Amisha at the, when she was out on the balcony or wherever she was. Oh yeah. Like and, the, the, the princess yeah. up in the balcony. Right. Is that the second season? No. Uh, no, no. Well, it's the episode. Right. It's not this, it's not the season finale because then you have no. the next, um, yeah, there's but a funeral. It's season two. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. anyway, that anyway. was that was fun too. <laughs> well, Seth or Sandy? Well, Sandy is closer to, you know, my everything, age and yeah. <laughs> sensibilities, so I'd have to say Sandy. Oh. However, Seth is way more fun. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Bagels or matzo ball? Oh god, you're I killing know, me with I this. <laughs> I think I'd have to go bagel. Mm. Interesting. Marissa and Ryan or Marissa? Unless it's my matzo balls. Oh. Do you make your own matzo balls? Of course balls? I do, and they're amazing. Oh, well, I would like a matzo ball. If I, I could have brought one. Well, Uncle Mike, oh, very... well, you know, <laughs> we're getting close to Christmas here. It's true. So Marissa and Ryan or Marissa and Volchok? Marissa and Ryan, I come know, on. Sorry. Um, If you don't answer this next one correctly, <laughs> I'm going to throw the matzo ball back at you. Okay. Seth and Summer or Seth and Anna? What are you kidding? <laughs> I'm not even going to answer that. It doesn't even deserve it. It would have been amazing if you were like, "What are you kidding, Seth and Anna?" That's right. <laughs> that should have been. I didn't it. want to have the matzo ball thrown at me accidentally. That's right. Well, you could have, you know, caught it with your mouth, Seth and then you would have had a delicious what, snack. What kind of question is that? <laughs> well, Rabbi Lang. Yes, <laughs> I was a rabbi in the show. I know, we know. You were, you were Seth's rabbi, and it's <laughs> right. bar, bar mitzvah. <laughs> oh my god, you're always so fun. I know. Well, any other things you remember from shooting this episode before we completely end it? Um, uh, no, okay. no, <laughs> <laughs> no. That's it. That's we it. Remember a bird and and. Me wanting to fall Rachel off the boat falling. myself. Yes. That's the that's Don't the you kind of wish memory. you would have let me? No. No. <laughs> no. I wanted to keep directing for the rest of my life, so that would have been bad. Oh, he's the director that allowed the actor to kill herself. Can I ask a question? It almost looked like the stunt woman, whoever she was, it almost looked like it was in fast motion. Well, she was on a she was on a um, springboard. springboard. Oh. Yeah. She like no? flips yeah. over. It, it like... almost looking at it the other day. I'm thinking eh, we might have gone overboard with that one. <laughs> it's, it's like hilarious. It's, it's funny, but image. it looked a little unrealistic. But what I learned from this episode that which was hilarious and like how big Brody's improvs are, but they're fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, I'm yep. like, you can go big. Yeah. yeah. Like who's gonna scream towelette? Does anybody have a towelette? You know, like that would be so well, big on the day, right. but it yeah. works and it's hilarious. Well, those kind of things you kind of have to. It's like go big or go home, right? And like playing the flute. Yeah, the playing the flute. That, moment. that was a little, I must say, I, I thought that was a little cringy. He's <laughs> looking at back at the rape whistle thing. Well, he did, but he did. He, he got oh, away with it because he's Adam. No, I was shocked so that not it was anybody left could in. just like not yeah, anyone bust could do out it. an imaginary yeah, flute. That's right. Noted. Yeah. And he was, you could see that he was laughing at himself. Yeah. Yes, he was, because he knew how ridiculous it right. was. Right. 
That's why it worked. But it got yeah. kept in. Yeah, but Matt loves to keep all of that humor in there too. Right. Anyway, but those but that's what makes it unique. Too. I know. Yeah. That's what makes the show, you know, cool. Yeah. But also, I mean, in general, that's why like being in a room like this. Yes. When you have that human contact mm-hmm. as opposed to the last whatever two years we've those kind of things happen. And I think on Zoom, those kind of things do not happen. Right. No, we found that out for the first yeah. <laughs> year of our podcast. <laughs> I, you guys, yes. at the beginning, I'm like, why is it called the party favor? What's the party favor? And have favor? you figured it out? It's the fucking bird. Ah! Oh, maybe. <laughs> okay, let's go with that. We're going with that. The party favor. I, I don't, the party favor could be the alcohol, the money. I don't know. Party favor. I don't know. It's the not... party favor is the thing you get when you leave the party, right? The crown. Yeah. Party favors. We to, maybe we could put it out to the uh, audience. Is that what they're called? The audience. <laughs> yes, the maybe audience. They could, they could Let us know what the party favor of this episode is. is. I'm voting bird or crown. Yes. It, could have been, it couldn't have been bird because that was not in the script ever. <laughs> well, I like the bird. Okay, let's go with the bird. <laughs> the bird's the word. The bird's the word. I think the party favor was the flask. For Summer. Summer called, had a lot of party favors. Yeah, she had a lot of party favor. This I bet there's something. There must. Be, there might be something profound. Yeah. That was no, the party usually, favor. Usually it has a double entendre. Yeah. Anyway, I'm contemplating. We're we're on. We go on and on and on. We, we could, could go, go on and on. This with could my, be a five hour. I mean, episode. Uh, the cold turkey is coming up. That's an oh. epic episode. So yeah, he knows. See, he knows his episodes I by do. the names of them. I don't. We talked about it in the last time, but okay. It's yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny one though. With all the. So, guys, thank you so much, Uncle Mike. Thank you. It's always Mike, fun. In the flesh. Yes. In the flesh. Yeah. Next time a matzo ball should be a I'll bring a matzo with ball you. next yeah. time. Okay. Yeah. And and good luck on dating vampires and werewolves. Dead end dating. Yes. Thank Dead you. End. Yes. <laughs> should be fun. Hopefully this it'll be this, a similar audience to the OC. Yes. Probably. For sure. That's a great idea. I'll yeah. watch it. Yeah. There you go. You'll be in it. <laughs> you might be in it. <laughs> So thank you so much for listening. Please follow, rate, and review. Welcome to the OC Bitches, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you like to watch us, check it out on YouTube. Bye. Bye. Bye, bitches. Welcome to the OC Bitches is brought to you by Cast Media. Executive produced by Colin Thompson, Harris Lane. Produced by Katie Kurtwright. Edited by Parker Flores and our technical engineers, Travis Holden and Dustin Park. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners, also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.